you know, I have to confess, I was a little, you know, you were too tired to do this last night. I was. I'm just not someone who is able to do stuff early in the yeah, morning. Yeah, we're, we're on a totally different schedule because you can't do anything before one in the afternoon. It's just very early for me right now. Right, and I'm working during the day, but then when I get home from work, you're wide awake and ready to go, and that's usually when I'm on that downward spiral. I'm just having my coffee, just trying to wake up. Right. Um, you I, obviously haven't been listening to Kim Kardashian. I did listen you to did Kim listen Kardashian. You did listen to that, yeah. So, I, as our, you know, faithful fans know, I... Um, you I watch love, a lot of Kim I love Kardashians. the Kardashians. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, not aware of all the ways in which they're problematic. So I just want to say that. Like, I'm right. not You're stupid. not starstruck. No, I am starstruck, oh. but I'm not um, unaware of their issues. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I could critique all these things about sure. them. But I don't know. I have this, I, I do like them. Um, but I feel like Kim's comments were very tone deaf. Yeah. And I can understand there's so many people who would be really insulted by them. Right, well, I mean, that being such... said, I feel like on a personal level, yeah. it was very applicable. And I Well, feel, only you can speak to that. I know. I understand that. But I I feel like, I was like, wow, yes, okay. Get I have to get my working. fucking ass up and work. So yeah. I actually am trying to find, I'm, I'm going to put her as my... Um, I'm going to put that clip as my alarm in the morning. Right. Well, I think there on, on so many levels, like all of us can respond to some sort of like person who's fired up and uh, saying something that, that's potentially motivational, you know, just do it, get up, do this. But this simplistic, it's like, just get your ass up and work is so simplistic. Uh, it, it's a little bit, like make America great again or something. It's it's like yeah. Well, what does that actually mean? And how is that really like? Just get your ass up and work. Is does that really encompass the problems people are having? That that's that's going to be the solution. I'm not saying that for some people it isn't the solution, but well, is that really? Maybe she should have been more vague with her statement because I remember a long time ago. Um, What's his name? Shia LaBeouf did that whole like rant and he was like, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Go out and achieve your dreams. Right? right. Right. And people, I don't know, it kind of had the same thing, but it was just not as specific. So maybe she needed to, I mean, I think that there are ways that she could have said that that would have been a lot less offensive. Well, I think if she had said it in a way where it was convertible to like personal motivation, like, okay, if I'm lacking, if you're a person who's lacking motivation, uh, how do you say something to that person and that's useful, that's, that's, that's a motivator? But just to just get, get off your ass and work. I mean, that's just... It motivates me. Right. Well, a lot of people... And then that shit about the toxic work environment, a lot of people have no control of the work environment they're forced to go into. Right. And their situation in life may be serious enough that they just can't say, oh, fuck you and walk off the job. Sure. And just don't tolerate a negative work I mean, what does that mean? There are thousands of people, millions of people go to work and, and can't do anything about their work situation. And uh, yeah. It, I see. Now, I found that more offensive than the other thing that she said. Why? Because I know of Kim's 
families, like I, I'm sort of the history of their um, businesses. And I can't say what the conditions are in like current 2022, yeah. but for a long time, they've had a lot of issues with how they treat staff and how their staff treat staff. Um, I interviewed to work for them. I remember. In 2014. Nice I, drive out to Calabasas, though. It was. Yeah, it was nice. You were there with me. I was, yeah. You took me to the interview because you were visiting to help me like settle in because I was in LA for a while. And I had an interview with them, <clears throat> and I didn't get to meet any of them. I met, you know, the assistants and everything. I didn't. Right. Um, it wasn't like I interviewed with Chris Jenner. But, you didn't uh, go to lunch with Chris? No, unfortunately I didn't. But, you know, I since I was disappointed, I didn't end up getting the job. I was pretty disappointed. I got a better job. Right. But I was disappointed. And, and then, like, later on, I remember reading all of this stuff online about people who had taken the job that I was interviewing for and that it was just like so <clears throat> brutal and they felt like really mistreated and all of this stuff. So to me, her saying like, there's just, you can't be in a toxic work environment. I'm like, but you guys have created toxic work environments. Yeah. Well, I just remember there was an episode that we watched where Scott was, had his uh, intern Oh, yeah, where he was a But I think that was some, some of that was just scripted for I the think show. Because remember, she, he sent him for it to go and buy underwear. Yeah. And then it was the wrong underwear, and he was yelling at him and sending him back to get yeah, yeah, different Yeah, yeah, it was, it was I, funny. It, it, was, it was actually funny, assuming that that wasn't just the real abuse that was going on. I know. That's one of my favorite. Yeah. So. All right. So anyway, yeah, I mean, I guess I, I've read that and I was like, maybe I lucked out not getting this internship. Probably. But I mean, look at the plus side for them. I mean, this has generated a lot of media stuff, right? Social networks are buzzing with all of this controversy about the stuff she said. There's got to be some like, as I said, analytics where they're looking at how much they're being talked about or tweeted about or whatever. And that type of a controversial statement probably works really well for them. Yeah. And in the end, it's not really going to hurt their brand or anything. It's well, not... nothing they can do really will hurt their brand because they've made that. They, you know, they come back from everything. Right, and they they've diversified in so many ways. So yeah, it's probably. I mean, I wonder even if like people see. I don't know anything about what goes on on those levels, but uh, having had just humble presence on TikTok and, and whatever, we don't have a PR team. Right. So does somebody sit down and say, well, we've analyzed what's going on and we need to get a little more buzz going on social media platforms. Uh, why don't you just get out there and say something outrageous or whatever and see what happens? And maybe. I, d I don't know. We have to reach out to like a, someone who does that kind of stuff. Maybe one of our podcast listeners can shed some light onto that. I don't know if any of you guys have any insight on that kind of stuff, if any of you do PR, but I would love to know. Also, and we're not, this is not an episode about the Kardashians by any means. I just want to share my favorite, because I don't think you've ever heard about this. Go ahead. So the Kardashians have had many business ventures. Yes. As you've known. And there was one particular one that was just so ridiculously bad. Do you remember the Kardashian credit card? No. Okay. So there was the, they came out with a credit card. It was like a prepaid card. Oh, okay. So like what you would get, like a Visa thing or whatever. Yeah, just 
cleaned um, out my wallet the other day. You know the thing, can I just interrupt? The thing I hate about those things, yeah, like the Starbucks cards and all that shit that just accumulates in your wallet. Yeah. You ready to just throw them away because you're sure that there's nothing left on them, but then you have this moment of doubt. So it's like I've got four of those like Visa, you know, whatever you can they are, check, vanilla you know, gift you, cards. You can check them online. And three Starbucks cards, and I'm sure they're all empty. Well, but why don't you check? I don't throw them out because I think that there may be some money left on them. I shouldn't say that, but if anyone's going to give me anything, I prefer I get cash. Okay, can I continue <laughs> telling you about this? Because <laughs> okay, I, I, it was a prepaid card, which people sort of have said means that it's kind of geared towards like kids and teens or whatever. Yeah. Because those are usually the recipients of prepaid cards. Yeah. And it had an activation fee between 60 and $100. Wow. So we're not even talking, now we're not even talking about any of the money that's being spent. This is to activate the card. Now those Visa cards, when you purchase them, yeah. there's like a $4 activation fee. Oh, there fee. is, yeah. You pay, you pay that when you buy it. Oh, okay. So when Nana's boyfriend buys us those, he has to pay a $4 fee to act it like an activation fee. So, who's paying the $60 fee on the Kardashian card? Is that coming off the The gift? consumer. Or the person who buys the card? The person who buys... I would think the person who buys the <laughs> card. If it follows funny. the current thing, then that's, that's what it is. I know. <laughs> Imagine you have the $100 card, you go in and you buy something that's $100 All with right. the card. So, say, are you ready to hear some of the fees, though? Yeah, let's hear it. On the card? Because yeah. this is so funny. All right. So... The Kardashian prepaid card includes monthly fees for six months. So let's see. So this is card purchase, $59.95. Oh, okay. So if it's like a six-month card, I think, then it's $59.95. If it's a, if it's a year-long card, then it's $100. Yeah. Then after the initial purchase period, there's a monthly fee of $7.95. Then there is a card replacement fee of $10. Well, whatever. Now, if you use, there's ATM withdrawal fee of $1.50, blah, blah, blah. There's all these ATM fees. Yeah. Now there's point of sale fees. So if you are going to use it to buy anything, like, they're going to also be taking fees. Fees every time you use it, yeah. So this says, like, bill pay per item, $2. Wow. Service center care live operator, $1.50. So what is that? If you call and you have a problem with the card, they're going to charge, charge you for you that. Yeah. Um, sure, they'll ask you your card number, and then they'll probably charge the card. So they have just these, like, insane fees. And then on top of that... There's a 2.5% surcharge of transactions. Yeah. So that means on everything that you buy, they're taking 2.5%. Well, see, a lot of stuff... So at this point, what's even left on the card? Right. Right? A lot of stuff, though, that happens now, it really is hard to figure out or track what the fees are and what the costs are. You know, in the old days when you drive through the tunnel or you use the turnpike or whatever... You'd have to be fumbling around for cash and change. And you had a, a concrete reference uh, to, to help you understand what you were spending. 
Now you just have the transponder in your car and it automatically bills your credit card. I mean, me personally, I have no idea what the tolls are anymore. They could be jacking that toll up every week. Because of the easy pass. And I would not even be aware that that toll is going up because they're just automatically taking out of my, my, my bank account. So well, don't you ever see that on your bank statements? Yeah, but I don't pay any attention to it because it's like a automatic withdrawal. And it, it withdraws... You don't pay attention to well, your it bank statements? It withdraws d discrete amounts, the same amount each time. Right. Because so you can that set that. So you say, okay, well, it's, uh, it will withdraw fifty dollars when it gets down to it when 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 it gets down to a certain point. Oh, I see. Okay. So it, I'll get a notice on the bank statement, you know, Easy Pass withdrawal fifty dollars or whatever, but I'm not paying attention to what the actual rate of toll is. Yeah. I'm aware that they're taking money out. Yeah. Uh, and I guess if they started taking money out every three days. I would be aware that the toll had gone up significantly, but they could be raising the toll and it not matter. But, and, and you know, I'm because of my job, I'm on and off the pikes and bridges and stuff, whatever. So I'm not, I don't pay attention, but I think that's just symptomatic of the way all of these forces can reach into your finances and yeah. charge you for shit. And you're not even aware of what that means, like it, uh, how much of it is being taken for the service and then how much of it you're paying because... They've got special taxes and fees and handling fees and point of sale fees. No, it's true. And, you don't know. Yeah, it, I guess I just love the Kardashian card because it is so shamelessly effed up. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, like they things. don't even, I mean, I don't think they sell it anymore. Are there pictures on it? Because that would make it I sort think, of like a collectible. I have to confess, part of me kind of wants one because I just like not to use it, but I'd want it just to like have it as a... Individual item. family members on each card to sort of promote. I don't know. The Let me see if I can find card. a picture of it. But I think that is just such a funny tidbit. Yeah. Like, because I don't think they talk about it anymore. Because I don't think they still do it. Right. I don't know. I think that's so funny. Yeah. For some people, that might be status. You know, you pull that card out and it's got the sisters on it. And... If I paid extra to my bank, can't you like put images? Would you like customize your credit card I don't and you pay know. for it? I, I so really I probably don't could just put a picture of Can you actually customize card. your credit card? I don't know. I think well anyway. for a while, weren't they talking about that as a security measure that you'd have your photograph on the card? I don't know. Moving on. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about colors. Yes, I know, because I was fascinated by this when you brought it up the other night. How did it do you remember how it came up? I do not. Uh, I think you just had been reading about it and you asked me about if I knew, you said, do you know, what is the color again? Baker Miller Pink. Ba Baker Miller Pink. It's got a lot of different names, though. Yeah. So, I found this really interesting. So, initially, I heard a girl on TikTok talk about it. Okay, that's where it Which from. then I was like, well, yeah, but I don't take everything I see on TikTok to be truth. I mean, yeah. anybody can say anything on TikTok. Right. So, then I went and I did, like, follow-up research on this. Okay. And it seems like most of what this person said was actually true. So there's the end part of it, which is a little bit debatable, which yeah. I would, you know, I think I'm assuming we're going to have a good conversation about. Okay. So basically the idea is there was this guy and he was interested in studying color and like the effect that color has on emotions, right? Because can color evoke emotions in you? And this is something that, you know, there's all this, like, color psychology. A lot of marketing sure. people use that. And 
he was looking at it also as a way of like, well, could you control people with the use of color? Right. Could you specifically elicit certain emotions or not with specific colors? So he started doing these tests using this color pink, um, which has since been referred to as Baker Miller pink. So it's a very pink. specific shade of pink. Well, see, now that's arguable, too, because some people say that it's a very specific, like a lot of the articles do, but then there are other people that are like, oh, no, this is pink as a whole. Well, see, I like the very specific shade because it makes it almost like this alchemical thing, like there's this magic color of pink that's going to control you, not just any 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 shade of pink. Right. I, I agree with you. I so like that. Yeah. I'm on your side with that. I painted the walls. It's also known as P618, which is what you thought was... P618 sounds sinister. You think so? Right. Well, it's I'm assuming like, the P stands for pink. Right. Put him in the cell with the P618 walls. So, Alexander Schaus, I yeah. hope I'm saying his name correctly, was the person who did the research. And so, initially, what he was doing... He was having people um, sort of, he was like testing people's grip strength, you know, when, when they saw the color, when they didn't see the color and basically had sort of established that the color pink was going to um, reduce people's aggression, that exposure to this wait color a minute, wait a minute. calmed people down. Oh, wait, though, I want to ask you a question. Made them muscularly like they weren't able to have as, as tense grip strength with exposure to this color pink. so he was claiming that if you stare at the color pink yeah and you squeeze some grip thing when you're staring at the color pink you won't be able to squeeze that as strongly as you would if you were staring at the color some other color yes and he had because he, he said that pink seeing this color pink not only affected like your mood, but your cardiovascular system as well. No, right. And he's claiming that the, he had objective evidence of this. He had hooked people up to EKG He had something, and... I don't, you know, I don't know the specifics of what exactly he did in the research. I knew the only thing that I knew was about the testing of the grip strength. I'm sure he did have more. Right. He had um, a research assistant, so he also was doing experiments on himself. See, the part of this that makes me suspicious... He said that he said that merely staring at an 18 by 24 inch card printed with the color, especially after exercising, would result in a marked effect on lowering heart rate, pulse, and respiration as compared to other colors. Yeah, I, I was going to say the, what makes me suspicious about this whole thing is that I think there's a bias culturally about the color pink. And uh, because I and I don't think it's as true today, but when I was a kid back in the 60s in my neighborhood, uh, they would never put pink clothing on a boy. Right. Right. Because it was associated. It's feminine. Right. It was associated with that. Uh, so I guess it begs the question, is it associated? Why? It, it starts to feel when you hear someone saying this that they're carrying that bias forward and saying, oh, well, pink is going to weaken you or something. You, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's like this, it's like a weird uh, a bias that seems to be existing there. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was saying that I painted that back entryway at my, in my house pink. Yeah. Now, do you feel calmer when you use that entry as opposed to the one in the front? 
No, but I don't generally feel a sense of calm. When you come to my house. <laughs> so I don't Well, see, but that maybe you should use the back entry more and you'll I feel don't better. feel a sense of calm though very I'm very like I'm almost always kind of. Alright, so move forward with the Baker Miller. Alright. Yeah, because it's it continues to become more interesting. Okay, go ahead. Alright, so he's done his experiments and he goes and he gives this talk, right? And there are two people who attend the talk who are very interested in this. Now, this is Baker and Miller, and they're correctional officers, or they're directors of correctional institutes for the Navy. Okay. And they're like, oh, shit, we can reduce people's, like, strength and violence and whatever with this color. Right. So they decide we're going to, like, paint all of the interiors of this correctional facility this color pink. Okay. So they did. This was in Seattle. They went and they painted uh, confined some of the confinement cells. And supposedly, the violence and assaults and everything decreased after the pink was put on. They said, according to the Navy's report, since the initiation of this procedure on March 1st, 1979, there have been no incidents of erratic or hostile behavior during the initial phase of confinement. Right. Only 15 minutes of exposure was enough to ensure that potential for violent or aggressive behavior had been reduced. Now, now you have moral questions about well, this. Well, my, my immediate question was, okay, if you paint the whole prison pink, that's one thing. That's You could say, okay, that's an aesthetic choice. We just want to paint the place pink. But if you have special holding cells that are pink and you're putting people in them, yeah, is doesn't that like constitute an experiment on the person without their consent? Well, when we talked about this before, so yeah, I don't, I don't know, because I feel like they were taking the information presented by this right. person right. as like kind of fact. So that's the part I'm, I'm, I have some concerns with. It's like, okay, we're going to put so-and-so into this we're going to put number one dad into the cell yeah well let's put him in the pink cell and see if he's violent how because he's very violent he's got a lot of pent-up aggression he and, rage paints too right, much he's too much rage painting let's put him in the pink cell and see what happens and then we'll just like devise some tests and see where he comes up on the test but i'm not completely aware of why they're doing this right that to me, there's like they just crossed some kind of a moral boundary. That uh, unfortunately, I, though, I think it's also one of those things, and I'm not saying what they did is right. I mean, I think there's a lot of unethical stuff going on in research, especially then and, well, and probably still today. They're not doing anything that most advertisers haven't uh, already done, right? Right. They want to see but what the effect these things are. If you knew about it going into it, that, that would piss me off a lot. I'd be. You would. Sure, I'd be. In a rage, they'd be say, like, "How We're dare you, you in this put me in room. here to experiment on me?" And that's when I'd be like throwing stuff. Go ahead. I'm, I know you. So want to say something. I guess subsequent. There has been subsequent research of this. Yeah. Made potentially more ethical. To be yeah. honest, I don't know what the ethics were. Yeah, of the subsequent research, but the subsequent research did not really have the same results necessarily. Didn't reproduce the results. No, I think people's sort of feelings about it are like, there's nothing really strong to suggest that this well, is Well, my true. other thought was, having handled paint for the last 50 years, yeah, 
I was wondering if that Baker Miller pink is a water-based paint or an oil-based. Because if you paint a small cell that's poorly ventilated with oil-based paint and then you stick some prisoner in there just to see how he's going to behave and that hasn't really off-gassed for a long time, you could become quite sedate just from the effects of the uh, paint vapors. Do you think that they use oil-based paint to paint walls? Depending on the year, right? Yeah. What year? Are we talking about 50s, 60s? Sure. I mean, there wasn't, I mean, latex paints weren't used, but in industrial settings, they probably were using oil. So, yeah, I want to know about that too. Look at it this way. If it was that, if it was so obvious yeah. that pink just calmed you right down, right? People would have the walls in their homes painted. Well, pink. some people do. Like, but more often, then not, they would, because non-specifically, you would say, you would just gravitate toward that color because it would make you feel good. Now, one of the claims that this woman in the TikTok made, yeah. that I really wanted to be true for the purpose of comedic reasons, although yeah. I cannot find enough information to verify it. I found like one or two other websites that mention it, but they're not really like, I'm not sure that, I don't think that this is factual. But what she had claimed in her video was, that this actually, after like 20 minutes of exposure, started to have the reverse effect and would make, make people a, more like aggressive and violent. Yeah. Which I think is kind of a funny idea that you would paint stuff this color to sedate people and then right. they'd get sedated but then become even more violent. Yeah, imagine like you go in at the beginning, you're like, oh, I feel so relaxed today. This is great. And then like as you sit there, it's like, I've got to bust something up. <laughs> yeah well i i'm i'm very skeptical about that but i know uh, in my study of art history there's a lot of lore about color and the 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 effects of color or the meaning of color i think it's pretty hard to separate out physiological effect and so sociological meaning do you know what i'm saying it's like you're, you're raised to think of pink, or not, not you, but I was raised to think of pink as, as a color, uh, that, that, uh, a feminine color or whatever. Um, and, and, but, well, there are places where they've painted locker rooms this yeah. color, and there are places where prisons and I mean, if you Google image search the yeah. color, you get all sorts of pictures of these rooms right. that are painted like this. And I have to just say on a personal note, yeah. I feel like I'd go insane. In that in that room. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like I'd go insane anywhere where it's just a single, like everything is one color. But, yeah, but I mean, do you think there's something to what I'm saying that it's impossible to just put, isolate somebody and try to analyze their response to color when they've been conditioned by society to us already to associate certain colors with certain things. I mean, I don't see yeah, how don't you know. could separate that out. You'd have to find somebody who wasn't had no exposure to that and yeah. realistically. That's why I think the whole thing is pseudoscience. Really. Yeah. Okay. What else? Well, I'm gonna show you the color. Yeah. Let me see the baby. Here it milk. is. Well, yeah. Do you feel calm? I've actually used some of that color in my painting because mm -hmm. I, I did it but often in the ref, uh, you know I, I pull for the uh, reject rack yeah in the paint departments at is Home this one Depot. rejected and often 
there'll be variations of pink colors that are in the reject. And you can get like a whole gallon of it for like a few dollars. And I'll just grab it because I'll say, wow, here's a whole gallon of pink paint for $2. But yeah, I'm, I mean, you've looked at some of my paintings. So that looked like that was the, the result of a calm mind that painted with that color. <laughs> No. Of course not. I don't know. Maybe we should start doing experiments on ourselves, though, because you and I both have panic attacks, and maybe yeah. we should just start looking at this way of panic. All right. Well, let's and try. See it. what happens. Let's. We need to get something that monitors our heart rate. We need to just like we could so. paint like the inside of a box because I know you don't want to paint these rooms. Well, but I we could can't. just get a. I'm a renter. I know. Wouldn't that be funny? They come in the whole place is pink. But by the theory of that, your landlord won't be mad because when she steps in and she's immersed in the pink walls, but she'll I don't think feel very saying, positive about no, what no, she no, did. No, 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 because they're not saying that. I don't think that this. I don't think that they're saying that people uh, aren't. Unless she stays too long, and then she'll fly into a rage and and, 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 and raise your rent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. What is it, 15 minutes, right? You just have to get her in for 50, less than 15 minutes and then push her out. I don't think that they're saying that it like completely alters your mind in such a way. I think they were saying that it's just more <laughs> sedating. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, if you come in here, you're going to like not be upset that your renter violated the terms of the lease. Right. And went ham redecorating. Yeah. It's just that she's less likely to punch me in the face potentially right. Right. or if she does punch me in the face it might not hurt as much as if the walls were say like a, a dark green yeah or some like red very aggressive see like red is the color of war mars yeah know, the angry red planet do you feel angry when you see red i don't think that i do and yeah do you feel like there are specific colors that affect you no well you know usually like when i'm when i'm painting i I guess, like for me, when I'm painting, I'm, there's a mood that I'm trying to depict, uh, and and so I'm reaching for colors. But I have to tell you, often it's just some random. When when I think the color's right, it's not in any way directed by what I would have thought was the process to get there. So I initially like grab some colors and start, but then it it's. It's always something completely unpredictable that will happen that I'll say, okay, that works coloristically. It seems like it, it feels right to me. But I, there's no, I, I think if you were to sit down and try to codify that and turn that into a science, yeah, you wouldn't be able to Well, do there it. are people doing yeah, that. Yeah, there I are. And I, and I think you don't really get good results. Whenever you see artists start to revert or, or fall into that uh, formulaic, aspect or theory. I mean, Matisse, there, there are few, Matisse is few and far between in his use of color to produce space and light through just pure color means. But, and, and I, I, and, and he had a theoretical approach, but I don't think it was, I don't think it was like a scientific, uh, set of scientific theories. Well, maybe they should paint the interiors of the New York City subway stations, Baker Miller paint. Yeah. But look, you have to wait so long for a train, you're going to exceed that 15 minutes. But there's not, and there's not, that, that has not been established as fact. Right. This Neither was has just something. the fact that pink calms you down, but established as fact. Right, but at least it seems like there was more, a little bit more attempted research at that. Okay. I think that last piece, I don't know, somebody just threw in there. Maybe Kim needs a dose of pink rooms to calm her down. Listen, she gets all doses of all sorts of shit. Yeah, she can... 
They have these people come in and like just hook up IVs to them for. Oh, they do. Like really? I've seen that on their episodes. It's like all the vitamins and infusions and stuff. Yeah. Which I guess any normal person you can go and get those. Oh, if you have the money, you can go pay for all of that stuff. Yeah, all those cleansing treatments and. Yeah. My mom, the physician, says it's all. There's nothing that that's yeah. all fake. Yeah. Well, I think it depends on what works for people and what they feel, you know, their personal belief system. I wouldn't off the top say anything uh, like that isn't, isn't going to work. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, was, I, I finished that biography of Warhol mm-hmm. and uh, his gallbladder surgery. He put it off for so long that I think in part that contributed to his demise. But he was doing like, he was trying, because of his fears about going to the doctor, something I can relate to. Yeah. He was trying alternative medicines, uh, crystal stuff, and... Crystal stuff? Yeah, and massage. Like crystals or like Crystals. That? No, 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 crystals. Because when you say crystal stuff... They were stuff. using, they were trying to like cure him with crystals that, to cleanse him and cure okay, his so he's problems. getting witchy. Yeah. And, and uh, it was the opinion of the person who wrote the biography that uh, he spent a lot of money on these treatments. They were not cheap. Yeah. And but he got to the hospital. It was he was basically out of time when he got to the hospital in terms of needing this thing to be done. And so I think yeah, at that point maybe he crossed that line and it, things didn't go well for him. But uh, I think for a lot of other things, if 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 people do feel like it works for them and it's not harming them, and that in that instance, his choice was, I think, running counter to what was beneficial for himself. But if it's, if it's something else, I don't know. I, t- I tend to look at it differently. Yeah. I mean, everybody has belief systems around something, right? Well, whatever your belief system is, all I have to say is, get your fucking ass out of the <laughs> um, Well, it's these pink walls. I don't really feel like going anywhere today. 